And here's what I want to ask you. What is holding you back? What is the thing that's holding you back from going after your dreams and from finding meaningful work you love? Aren't you ready to wake up to the possibilities that are in your life and go after the things you've dreamt of? It's time for you to feel alive again, lit up, and for you to know that you're deserving and you are worthy for the future that's waiting for you. I want you to feel fulfilled and find abundance in your life. I think it's time and I'm ready to help you get started. Now I'm your host, Kristen, of Building a Life You Love. And each week on the show, we're going to help you figure out how you do go after your dreams and find work you love. Here we go. Let's get started. Hello, beautiful friends. And I hope you're having a fantastic Saturday. Today, I want to talk about one of my favorite things ever, which is people. I want to talk about connections and I want to talk about relationships and support. Do you have those things and what do they look like and how do we make them better so that we can get where we want and live our best life possible? So let's jump right in. Okay. So most of you have probably heard the saying, you're the average of the five people you spend the most time with. And motivational speaker, Jim Ron said that. And here's the thing. In some sense of that, it's true, but it doesn't mean just the five people, right? Because of course we have spouses and kids and we might have a workplace that may or may not inspire us and and lift us up to do bigger and bolder things. But the idea behind it is so true. And there's literally thousands, maybe millions of examples of this all around the world. You hear about people's people having success. And often it's when there was a shift in who they're connected with and what circles they're in and, you know, where they're at. And this doesn't mean when I say circles, I don't mean social circles necessarily for, you know, fun. I'm talking about if you're trying to build something like a business or you're trying to learn or educate yourself in a new area, you do want to surround yourself with people that have that knowledge, people that are doing that work or people that are just like you who are wanting to elevate themselves and educate themselves and do something new. So I'm going to uh, give you a couple examples of how we can do this in our own lives to try to, if you will, level up or kind of keep growing and get ourselves to that next level. And I love these words in Chase the Lion by Mark Batterson, where he explains what he says is the nth power. And he's talking about a band of writing brothers called the Inklings. And so he basically explains that they convened for lunch every Tuesday um, in a 17th century pub. And he goes on to say, it was there in a private lounge called the Rabbit Room. They recited their writings to one another. And Batterson goes on to say, the inkling shared ideas, dreams, and laughs with one another. And then he gives another example of other groups of people who literally elevated each other and they elevated their work. It, uh, It was called the Holy Club 200 years earlier in Oxford in He basically explains that John and Charles Wesley, who founded the Methodist movement, and George Whitefield were the catalyst for the First Great Awakening. But he basically goes on to say this. In an individualist culture like America, we tend to overlook the power of friendship. But friendship is the nth power. Without a team, your dream will fall short of its full potential. Call it a holy club or the inklings. Call it what you want. But it takes a team to accomplish a God-sized dream. And I am here to tell you, I am all about friendships and connections with people. So let's dive into a couple ways that you can work on elevating your relationships so that they have more meaning in your life, but also so that you can step up your game in going after what you want. 
So here's my first suggestion. Step into your relationships with the mindset that you are there to serve others because no one wants somebody, you know, that they're around to be the person that always wants something from someone else. But go into your relationships with a servant heart. You know, um, in other words, let's see, say you've made some new online friends. And I say online friends because maybe you're in similar groups. You know, uh, for instance, I'm in lots of online groups that I've been in some for years, some that are new. They might be an entrepreneurial group. Some are, you know, writing and speaking groups. You know, some are paid and some are are, um, just free Facebook groups. I'm in small, you know, masterminds, if you will, with just a small number of women that are moving forward in a certain way in the world. So whether we're working on um, building an audience, another one is working on launching, you know, something, either a course or a program. So they're all different things. So I'm in all these groups. So my point is some of those people I've not yet had the pleasure of meeting in person. And in some of the groups I've met some of the people in person, but not everyone. But that's what I'm talking about at online friends. They're not just some random stranger that you meet. Or you might start connecting with somebody on social media because you have uh, similar content in common or similar um, area of work. And so, for instance, over time, you're you're hopefully commenting. So the type of thing I'm talking about is let's see, say that you see something of theirs and you, you know, you post a positive comment. You tell them what you liked about their content. Or maybe you, you know, suggest to them that you, they should connect with someone else, you know, you know, and why. But so I guess it's um, serving them as kind of like, how can you show up and help people? And then how can you put them first? Like how, what do you have to give them that you can help them? Because you want to, and because you're just a good person. So that's the first thing. Show up in all your relationships, you know, with that heart of, of being a servant. Because when we do that, you'll be shocked. People are surprised that you really are coming there out of a place of love and kindness and truly wanting to help and be of service. So right there, that's that makes those of us that really go into our relationships as being important in the center of our lives, as being different from so many others. The next thing I would say is start connecting with people on a deeper level. So of course, this is typically in your, your in-person friendships. But if you have a new friend that you've made or, you know, a new group of friends you've made, connect with them, meet them for coffee, you know, go grab a drink with them, or maybe eventually invite them over for a cookout, but get to know people and get to know more about them than just kind of surface talk. For instance, I was at a birthday party for one of our friends, actually in the neighborhood we've known for years now, and another one of our a couple of friends that were there that we've also known for years. Kids play sports together and we live right nearby them. But I was talking to the husband who I don't see very much in comparison to the to the wife. And I knew he was in IT uh, for a big company. And so I said to him, oh, well, what area of IT are you in? And then we probably had a 45 minute conversation specifically about the work he does and what area you know of work he does. And we got really into kind of the nitty gritty. And he said, you know, you're the first person when I've said I work in IT that's ever asked me for specifics on that. But that's what I'm talking about. And so I guess there's two points to be made there. Well, one, yes, I've worked in the tech field for a long time, but I'm not specifically in IT in the sense of I'm not a software developer, for instance. But I know all the parts of IT, right? And I've worked with all those people and I've worked in in bits and all those jobs. 
But it's one, it's not just because I knew about his profession, although I did, which helped. It's because I'm truly curious about people. I want to know more about them and I want to understand them. So I think you have to go into your relationships and your connections with not just that servant heart and not just with this generosity, which I think we need too, but with a real curiosity to get to know them. Because if we really truly get to know somebody, and of course, not just talking about your jobs, really getting to know someone, but that was a connection in, right? That was a connection point. So you look for those things, those connection points you have with someone else. And then over time, you're able to talk about other things. For instance, the husband, the gentleman, a friend of ours that I was talking to, we talked about his job, but then that led us into talking about he was considering a different job and going to a different company and why he was looking to change jobs. And so we started getting into a deeper conversation sort of about what he did want at at that place in his life and maybe what he wasn't getting from his job. But I'm just saying, if we don't ask questions beyond like, oh, how's your day? And, you know, how's the kids? Then we won't really get to those deeper conversations that leave um, more meaning and impact, you know, in, in that connection. And then the next thing I would say is keep your word and go above and beyond. And I know you might say, yeah, right. Of course, of course you do. Or, but the answer is a lot of people don't. So, and once again, this is in your personal life, but this so much flows over into our business, our professional lives. If you tell someone you're going to follow up, you need to follow up, you know, when and with what you said you'd follow up with. And if you can also give them additional resources or help or tips or whatever it is that might benefit them, then absolutely do it. Spend the extra 10 minutes or 45 minutes or whatever, however long it takes you. And an example of this, someone that does this, you know, amazingly well in the world, and I don't know them personally at this point, but it's John Rulin who owns a company that helps companies do corporate gifting. And his book is called Giftology. His whole philosophy is literally giving generously to other people to show them that that connection, that relationship or that new blooming relationship matters. And that's the sort of thing I'm talking about. You know, and he his book is good. It, it talks about if you can't give this extravagant gift right to a company because maybe you're a startup, you're a small company, or you're a solopreneur, no problem. What gift or thing, right? It can be an experience would would be meaningful to the person. So we're talking about throwing away the stuff that has your logo on it and things like that for this purpose. I mean, those things are fine to market your business. But they're not for trying to tell somebody like that you really want to have a connection, a business connection or relationship with them. So he talks about how we can find unique gifts and experiences, which this is also something near and dear to my heart because I love working on how can we elevate moments and memories and experiences, whether that's in someone's home or whether that's in a business or with our customers. So that's that's another thing I'd mention. And then here's the thing. Do you pay to play or not? And what am I talking about? Well, you can, first of all, you should definitely join groups, uh, you know, meetups, whatever it is of like-minded people. So it can be your in-person groups. It could be business groups or niche down business groups. They could be online groups. It can be just that you want to try something new. You know, maybe you've never done hiking and you're going to go join a hiking group for people your age or, or, you know, if you're single, go to a singles hiking group. Or if you're married, 
or maybe it's a family hiking group. So that's the first thing is do get and connect, do get into groups and connect with people that are trying to do something like you're doing. It doesn't have to be the same, but it has to be in the same in process. I've been in tons of groups, as I mentioned, but sometimes you do have to pay to play. And what I'm talking about is if you're trying to learn something new, then yes, you can go and learn it all on your own, right? Just by doing research online and there's videos and books and podcasts, but often it's just going to, the growth is going to be much slower. So often if we can get into a group, whether, like I said, whether it's free or sometimes it's paid because of what you're getting out of the group, you're learning the information quicker, you're learning tips and tricks. You might get resources you can't get otherwise that aren't being shared. But I would say the most important thing in some of those paid programs or groups, and this year alone, I've, I've, I'm in three of those, those things, which are paid programs or courses or things I'm in, but I join them because of the connections to the people and the new, um, or just that those people, right? I wanted to be connected to these people. Of course, the information was great, no issues there. But I did it for the connections of the like-minded people that are also building things. And I would just say to you, go for it. Because if you're willing to put in the time and the energy into the group, because if you're not, if you're just going to be passive and you're going to sit back and you're not going to participate, then you probably won't get as much out of the group. And it may not be worth the money you put in. But I promise you, it makes all the difference. The last thing I'd say is this. Yes, we need to elevate, we need to get into groups that are going to elevate our knowledge, elevate our timelines for our business or for our growth in ourselves. And honestly, they might do um, collaborations with us if we find the right people or make another connection from us, you know, of someone they know, which can make all the difference in something we're building. And then the last thing I would say is you do need to be intentional in your relationships and you need to know why you're connecting with somebody. I mean, it could be because you you met them in your neighborhood and you really got along and you have so much in common. Awesome. That's all great. But in other senses, it's going to be we want to grow in our professional area or we want to grow in a new area. Maybe like I just had a conversation today and on, for the podcast with Kevin Reiser and that podcast episode's coming out next week. But he has been in the e-commerce field for uh, many years now. But eight years ago, he didn't know anything about e-commerce except for the friend of his started an e-commerce business. But he worked, he built, he started learning. He got with other e-commerce, you know, people that are building e-commerce businesses. And then he built an e-commerce business that's thriving. It's like that. So you just have to kind of have a plan for what you want to step towards and go find people doing that type of thing because it makes all the difference. And so many success stories started with that um, shift in just getting around other people that are doing amazing things. So I would encourage you, go find people to do amazing things with. I think we do need to know what we want in order to define life on our terms. And we have to be willing to break the past scripts so that we can move into better and more beautiful and amazing things. And I am so passionate about today's topic, about knowing what your gifts are and your passions, your background and your, your talents in helping you understand how those things can come together to step into work that you care about and go after your passion and just serve the world that I would love to help you. And I am happy to jump on a brief call with you to help you through that. This is, you know, this is a free call 
but I literally just want to help you start getting those, you know, the, the cylinders kind of moving and going so that you can step into this. So email me at Kristen at KristenFitch.com. That's all eyes. And just let me know in the subject. I would love to talk to you. And I cannot wait to connect with some of you and help you in this way. You can start going after your dreams today. And if you enjoyed the show, we'd love it if you'd subscribe and leave us a review and rating on Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen to podcasts. And if you have ideas for the show or guests that you'd like to recommend, I'd love to hear from you. So DM me on Instagram at Kristen Fitch, or you can email me from the website. Thanks so much. And thanks again for listening in. Until next time, have a great week.